Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast. It's Shana and Dana here, and we just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about the open centers and what they mean and our not self themes and what that looks like for each center. Um, and just kind of give you guys a little bit of support and information on how you can use this knowledge in your daily life and, um, what it means to have these open or defined centers and what it means to be in your not self, um, specifically for the centers. Whereas like when you look at your human design chart, it says your overall not self theme. Um, but when you break down the centers, each one of the centers has its own specific not self theme. So it's kind of fun to get into the details of that and see how it applies to your life and see when you need to check in and uh, recenter and move forward with your strategy and authority. So yeah, we're going to dive right in. And before we get started, if you don't have your own chart, you can go to mybodygraph.com to upload your free version of your chart. And then you'll be able to see in the part that has your body, a human form shape, you'll see the different chakra centers. They're either triangles, squares, or diamonds. And the ones, the chakras that are defined in your chart will be colored. And the ones that are undefined or open will be white. Um, you can also go on to our website, daylunalife.com, and order a reading with us, or you can pre-order your printed chart in a box with all of these amazing tools that we hand-select to support you on your journey of self-discovery. Um, but any way you do it, make sure you have your chart so you can follow along with us and see which of these uh, not-self-themes and open centers might apply to your specific chart. Yes, so... There's three different ways that your chart could look in your centers. So if one of your centers is defined, that means that it's colored in. So the color can change. It doesn't have to be a specific color. But if one of your centers is colored, that means that it's a defined center and that you are either producing energy or receiving energy or putting energy out of that center. Now, if it's undefined, that means that it's it's white, but that there's some gates like little numbers there in that center that are illuminated that are colored in just halfway down their channel. They don't connect all the way through to another center because that would mean that energy is flowing from one center to another. And then that center would be defined. So an undefined center means that it's clear, but that there's gates that are defined that go halfway. And then a completely open center means that it's completely clear and you don't have any gates activated. You don't have any sort of energy coming off of that center at all. So those are the three different 
things that you should look for when you're looking at your chart and you're looking at your centers and then identify which ones you have that are defined and you're producing energy or receiving energy out of and which ones are undefined and which ones are completely open. Yeah. And, um, to have your open centers and your undefined centers or your white chakra centers in all of those places, you are open to conditioning from other people. So what does that mean? It means that when you are physically around other people, you are harboring their energy from those centers in your own body. And you're experiencing how they transmute and receive and give energy in those areas and you're experiencing it in your own body so if you don't have awareness that those centers are actually open for you you might feel like those are your actual feelings and emotions and energies in your body Um, but it's important it gives like a lot of awareness and I think it's really helpful to know which of your centers are undefined so that that way you can always know like let's say if I have an uh, open or undefined mind and Andra center, that's your mental thoughts in your mind. It's really important to know that and to say like, I don't have to um, identify with any of these ideas that I'm experiencing or thinking or feeling. I'm allowed to just openly experience them. And whenever you're around other people, you will experience different emotions and opinions and mental ideas. Um, And that's a beautiful thing. You know, it can be confusing to have these open centers because you're open to conditioning from other people, but it also can be this potential for this amazing wisdom where you can see things from many different perspectives because you've literally felt things in many different perspectives, depending on who you've been around. And that's what makes you wise and open. And um, it's a really beautiful thing, but it's definitely requires some awareness um, and to really check in with yourself. So we'll go over today what all of those not self themes are in those different open centers. So you can make sure that you are really fluid and open and getting the highest vibration from the situation that you have in your own chart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love how you put that. It's so true because, um, before you know that you have an open center, it's really easy to identify with these strong feelings or strong ideas or strong, um, just situations that you're feeling within your own body. And you might look at your chart and see some open centers and hear some of these not self themes or what these open centers mean um, or these centers mean in general and say like, oh no, I 100% am this way. Like I am this. But if you can like just try and release some of that identity and um, uh just like conviction in these open centers, it's interesting to see how liberating it is and how it frees you to kind of just be more fluid and to go with the flow and experience more and have wisdom in these areas versus just tying yourself down to one thing that you've really experienced strongly because you've been around somebody who does produce energy in that center and you're receiving and amplifying that. So another good thing to note is that all of your open centers amplify the energy of other people that are defined, that have those centers defined. So if somebody has an open emotional center or solar plexus center, 
and they're around somebody who is an emotional person and has like an emotional authority, or they have a really defined solar plexus, then they will amplify those emotions. So for example, me, I have an open emotional center. And when I'm around other people that are experiencing an emotional wave, they might be angry, but they're only like a a two angry. But I feel it in my body as if they're at a four, level four angry. And I might be like, why are you so angry? Like, I am so angry right now. (laughs) And they're like, oh, I'm just like a little bit ticked off, but I'm not like that mad. And you're like, oh, like, I thought we were pissed. (laughs) You're like, it's intense to me. Yeah. And before I had this awareness, I would just be like, I'm just so upset. Like I'm you're or what, or happy or sad or excited, like whatever emotion I was amplifying from people who have a lot of energy in that specific center. And so to not identify and to say like, I am not my emotions. I do not identify with these super strong things that I'm feeling. I actually know that I'm amplifying the emotions of those around me. And like, that's a beautiful thing. And I know what it feels like to feel these intense emotions. But at the end of the day, I can clear out and know that I, that that's not me, like Mm -hmm. that I am at a basis and like a normal, like just like baseline human emotions. I still have my own emotions, but they're not extreme as extreme as I feel them when I'm around other people. Yeah. And to give, to give you guys an example from my chart, I have a completely open spleen center. And so your spleen controls your um, physical safety. And in the present moment, it tells you what is safe for you, what's good for you and what's not. And my husband is a rock climbing guide and he has a super, super defined spleen. And so he's really not afraid of anything. Um, And whenever I'm around him and I'm going climbing with him, I feel like I have to feel what he's feeling, you know, that I shouldn't be afraid and that I should be so confident. And, um, and then I find myself in my not self theme because I'm identifying with like, I have to be what he is. And then I ask myself these questions, like if I do this, I might fail. And, uh, if I try this and I fail, people will think I'm inadequate and that I'm not good enough. And so I'll avoid, you know, just going into the situation with an openness, I'll, I'll feel really in my not self theme. And so having awareness of that, it changed everything for me. Like, Oh, I have to stop doing that to myself. I have to just allow myself to be who I am and to not try to identify with any feelings in that area because, you know, they're not mine to identify with. And to just be open and say like, I am feeling this because of that. And like, that's okay. And I can just let it go through me. I can feel it and have wisdom from learning that feeling mm-hmm. and, and just let it pass right through me instead yeah. of holding on to it and, and having it almost like poison you. Right. Right. All like, of this stuff is about acceptance. It's about observing mm-hmm. things without judgment and, you know, accepting the way we feel. Guilt. Right. Removing the guilt that we have for feeling anything that we feel or for just being who we are. Like Mm -hmm. we accept everything that comes through and that's how we're allowed to let it go. We accept everything Mm -hmm. we are and that's how we don't judge ourselves, you know? Yeah. We accept everything we are and everything we aren't Mm -hmm. and not force ourselves to be something that we're not and remove that guilt. I feel like there's so much guilt of like, 
you know, for your example, like, why is Jared so fearless? And so, you know, just like willing to do all these things. And I'm not like mm-hmm. comparing yourself to someone else. And then now having this awareness to be like, oh, this is why he's like that. And this is why I'm like that. I don't need to force myself to be like how I feel I should be when I'm around him. I can just say like, oh, I'm feeling this from you. And that's cool. Like, I love that you're so fearless. I love these things about you. And it's amazing. Like it just shifts the perspective. The wisdom that you get from having an open center really is a super, super powerful gift. It's, Mm -hmm. it's discernment. It's your, I'm able now, since I do have this open undefined spleen center, I am able to see how he feels in his spleen. I'm able to see how someone else feels and even someone else. And I have this discernment of like, okay, what's the best way for people to use their energy? What works for people? What is helpful? What's not? And I'm just here Mm -hmm. to observe and to try things And, you know, I don't have to be one consistent way. I don't have to be stuck in one perspective in that area. You know, I'm open to experience all. And that is where you get wisdom is from being Mm -hmm. open and from um, seeing things in many perspectives. And with that openness and that wisdom that you've gained, it also helps you to have discernment for what will work for other people. Because you've experienced so much, like so many different things in that open center that you can be around someone and just like in your body know what, what is a like degree or a level that's going to be good for them. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, you could be around somebody with your open spleen and now having this discernment and you can feel when maybe they're feeling ill or they're feeling Mm -hmm. unsafe or they're feeling like not okay or insecure. And you can then support them in that just by having that awareness because you you're feeling what they're feeling Mm -hmm. and you now know how to interpret it as like, Oh, I don't feel like super insecure when I'm around this person. I'm feeling that they're feeling insecure. And so I can support them to help them feel not insecure. Mm -hmm. And that's where that, that's what that wisdom looks like. That's what that discernment looks like in, in real life. Mm Hmm. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. I think, you know, a lot of people that are very empathetic have a lot of open centers. And of course that can be confusing or it can be so powerful and so helpful. And the person with all of those open centers can be super empowered and they can be a healer and they can understand others with this like empathy that is so beautiful and deep and connected yeah, where are my reflectors at? Yeah, totally. <laughs> reflectors. Yeah, they're completely open. And um, it is, it's a beautiful thing. I hear a lot of reflectors say like, so you're saying that I'm just like nothing that like, I just like, am like this completely open being and like, no, that is not what we're saying. That is not what human design is saying. Like, you are are this just like vessel to have this awareness and this discernment and this wisdom. And you have so much to offer and yeah, yeah, it's not like you're just like blowing away in the breeze because you, you don't have any defined centers at Mm -hmm. all. Um, so yeah, let's dive in and we're going to go through all of the centers and talk about what that not self theme looks like, AKA what you might hear yourself saying or doing if you're acting from a place that is not you. Um, 
in those centers and also talk about what each center means. And we won't make it too um, like complex and, and overwhelming, but um, definitely if you have questions, let us know and we'll, we'll address them in another podcast. But um, yeah. So should we start with the root? Yeah. Start with the root. Okay. Um, so your root center is your center where you feel pressure to do and to get stuff done. Um, and just kind of like it's, it's associated with your adrenal system and your production of stress hormones. And it, it's where you feel this like momentum and physical pressure to live and get things done. Um, do you want to keep keep diving into that, Dana? Yeah. So 60% of the population has a defined root center, meaning that can they consistently take in the world around them through their root center, transmute that energy and receive it out every time in a consistent way, which means they have a really consistent perspective um, on life through that chakra. And then 40% of the population have an undefined root center or an open root center. And um, those people, it's not consistent for them the way they experience life through that root chakra. Uh, When they're around people with a defined center, they're conditioned by those people and they are feeling what those people are feeling. And so that has to do a lot with trust and safety and stress. You know, if you have an undefined center in your root center, you don't know how you deal with stress every time a little bit differently. And the beautiful thing about that is you can have that discernment of what is the best way to deal with stress. What is the best way to cultivate trust and safety in this environment? Um, But someone who has a defined root center they are feeling that trust and safety and that way of dealing with stress every time in a super consistent way. Um, So the question that you might be asking yourself, if you're open and or undefined in your root center, your not self theme questions might be something like this. Am I in a hurry to get things done all the time so that I can be free of pressure? Or you might be asking yourself, I don't want to waste any time. Um, How do I get this done faster? Or I have to start something new right now. Otherwise, I'm not doing anything. Or you might be saying to yourself, I need to be needed. Where is my passion? Where can I go so that I can be needed? And if you find yourself thinking or saying any of those things in your head and you're undefined or open in your root center, you know that you're in your not self theme. You know that you're trying to identify with ideas and feelings in that area. And so if you find yourself asking any of those questions like, how can I hurry to get things done? How can I be useful and be needed and be passionate? What can I be doing right now? Then you know that you need to go back to your strategy and to your authority and check back in with yourself about how you um, experience life and live life correctly for your energy. And just to stop and say, okay, what situation am I in or who am I around that's, that's making me feel this pressure to do and to get all of this done and just like kind of hold awareness for that 
and then to allow yourself to go back to your strategy and your authority in whatever it is that you're doing and kind of just trust that movement. I feel like the root center is really, um, hard one, hard one with our society because our society is like always saying you have to do, 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 you have to get things done. You have to go out there and do it yourself. Um, and that feels really empowering. Like it's, you know, it's, it's society, but it's also us, right? We want to do things. We want to get things done. But if you have an undefined root center, it's actually going to work against you not to get things done, not at all, but to ignore your strategy and authority and to feel like I have to hurry up and get this done. I don't want to waste any time. I have to start something new now. I need to be needed. Like all of these things, um, it's going to, it's, it's going to work against you. You're going to be going against the grain of your energy and you're actually going to get less done with this energy of like, I have to do this now. Mm-hmm. You'll end up getting less done and it'll be harder and things will just take longer. So you kind of have to just say, okay, I'm recentering. What's my strategy? It's this. What's my authority? It's that. Okay. Let me just do that. Right. Totally. Yeah. Anytime you're in your not self theme, that's what you can actively do is take your awareness back to your strategy and authority. Just practicing those two things. Those are the active things that you can do to apply these teachings to your life. So it's really um, important to have awareness of how all these things work, but the active thing that you can do whenever you find yourself in your not self themes is that going back to your strategy and authority. So moving up in the chakra system, the next is the sacral center, which is the power of fertility, of vital life force energy, um, respondability, availability, sexuality. So it's the part of your body that carries life force energy, and that is the energy to create and to respond to things and to kind of have the energy to complete activities And so about 66% of the population has a defined sacral. So that is a majority for sure. And And just to mention, if you have a defined sacral, that means that you're either a generator or a manifesting generator. So you're generating energy um, from this sacral center. And that's what allows you to get things done and to work on things that light you up and to respond in the moment. Right. And it is actually a motor in your body. So is your root center. Um, They're both motors that are creating energy so that you can move forward and do things and respond to things and commit your your energy that you have to the things that light you up. And then um, 34% of the population has an undefined sacral center or an open center, which is what we're talking about now. So if you are someone that has an undefined sacral center, you might be asking yourself the not self question sometimes of, do I know when enough is enough? Or you might find yourself saying, I better keep going so that I can get this done. I better say yes, or I might miss out on something. There's too much to do. I have to do it all. I have to do it myself. Who can I take care of? What can I do next? So if you find yourself saying any of those not self themes, then you know that you're in your not self with your undefined sacral center. Mm -hmm. 
Shana, you want to talk a little bit more about an open or undefined sacral center? Yeah. I mean, as someone who has an open sacral yeah. center. <laughs> <laughs> Projectors, um, manifestors, reflectors, yeah. all yeah. probably have that. I mean, the world and society has literally been um, built around generators and around manifesting generators to use that creative, powerful life force energy to get things done. And that's why jobs are nine to five and you show up and you complete things and da da da. And that is not to say that if you have a defined sacral center that you, that you're meant to just work, work, work at all. You're meant to do what lights you up because that's what the world needs. But it, if you have an undefined sacral center, you might be feeling inside of you, this pressure from all the people who have defined sacral centers inside of yourself of like, I have to take care of other people. I have to get these things done. I have to complete this. I have to help other people out. I have to do it myself. And to free yourself of that, to say, I don't have to do it myself. I can have help from other people. I don't have to go out and like force myself to take care of other things for other people. And you have to say yes to things or you might miss out on them. Like all of these things, if you can release that, it's so much freedom. And you actually, with everything in human design, once you stop putting pressure on yourself to do these things, you do it without trying. So for example, if I give myself enough time to rest and to recharge my energy by being around other generators or manifesting generators, and I allow them to recharge my energy, then if I give myself the time to rest and I don't put all of these not self questions and guilt on myself, I actually accomplish and get things done. And I take care of people and I do things myself. Like all of these things just happen without trying and forcing them to, because I feel like I have to. Right. And, and I feel like there's so much conditioning specifically around this center because so many people are generators and manifesting generators. So much of the population does have a defined sacral that there's a lot of conditioning around this. Don't you think? Yeah, 100%. And I mean, we love our generators and our manifesting generators. Like you guys are amazing and we're grateful and we need for you. your energy. Yeah. We need, we need everyone. You. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's, but because there are so many of you guys that it, you know, obviously society says, okay, well, we all need to be like that then, you know, because a lot of us can work on stuff that we don't like doing, even though that's not what you should be doing. Um, but a lot of us can do it. So everyone needs to do that. Everyone needs to just work, work, work. And that is not, it's just like, so not true. You get so much more done when you release yourself of that, of that pressure to complete things and to have that powerful energy that the majority of the world has. Now for the manifesting generators and generators, that energy should not be wasted in a factory getting crazy shit done. It should not be mm -hmm. wasted on work, work, work until you hate your life and you wake up at 15. You're like, what have I been doing? Like that is not what you should be using your energy for, which the world has been telling you to do. You should be using that energy to do things that light you up. Because when you do that, that energy, that creative, powerful energy focused on things that light you up, feed into all of the other types and people that don't have a 
Define Sacral Center, and it fills them with that light, um, creative magic energy that you can put off without trying just by focusing on doing something that you love. So for that example, juicy light force. Yes. Love it. Like if I'm around, for instance, Brian, my boyfriend, who is a generator and he's doing something that lights him up that he just loves and he's going to town working on it. I feel amazing. Like I feel like I can conquer <laughs> the world because it's filling me up with that energy and I can use it to like, do things that light me up or I can like help him focus even more on what he's doing. And it's just, it's this exchange that is so beautiful and so necessary for the world to just work in flow. Mm -hmm. Um, so really if we all just lean into it, it's just, it's going to light up the world. And we're so grateful for these defined sacral centers. And we're so grateful for these undefined sacral centers. They need each other. Mm -hmm. And they're both beautiful and, you know, all of us humans are here. We've chosen our designs for a reason. And that reason is for us to just be ourselves and to be the type of energy that we are. And when we do that, that's when we find harmony and we all work at our best optimum way. Um, it's just all about accepting who you are and learning about who other people are and accepting them and learning how you can work together and be symbiotic and support each other everyone by just being who they are. It's a really beautiful thing. So anyways, moving to the next chakra system, this is one of the newer nine chakra system ones that you guys might not be too familiar with. It's called the splenic center. And if you're looking at your chart, it's the triangle kind of near your stomach, the third up on the left-hand side. So the splenic center is a center that is all about body consciousness and instincts and safety and living spontaneous, spontaneously, but spontaneous. spontaneously, <laughs> you know, that was a hard word. And with like health and well-being and like it also um, is responsible for your immune system and your fear for survival or living your values. Um, yeah. And so people that have a defined splenic center is about 55% of the population. And then there's about 45% that has an undefined splenic center. So the questions that you might be asking yourself if you're in your not self theme, if you have an undefined splenic center is what am I holding on to that is not good for me. Or you might hear yourself saying, I can't say that because, because I might fail or I can't do that because I might fail. I'm afraid of doing that or I'm afraid of the responsibility or the outcome. I'm afraid that if I try this, I will feel inadequate. Yeah. Yeah. And the spleen center is one of the newer ones um, that we're aware of. So that's important to note is that, um, that every does everything on the planet has a design, um, whether it's a plant or an animal or a human or a table, like whatever it is, everything has an energetic design and everything has, we, they don't all have nine centers. Human beings are the only ones that have nine centers, 
but everything does have a splenic center and that is the center of of survival and like your physical body so that's why they all have a splenic center and that's why it's it was so relied upon um before we became nine centered beings to survive and to have this like primal awareness and um just like instincts instinct yeah to survive so that's another thing is that your instincts um and your intuition come from your splenic center so if you have a defined spleen you might have splenic authority depending on your type and you that is your intuition that is your body intuition you will know in your body in the moment if you are safe or if you should do something just like intuitively within your body so and we'll we'll talk about authorities later but your spleen is the energy is in the moment it is very like driven from moment to moment so things can change and you might you know what's true for you in your spleen one moment might not be true for you in another moment and so it's very primal and physical and um but also quiet like intuitive and it's body signals like very physical within your body it's not it doesn't take place in your mind or your emotions or anything like that it's really quiet but primal if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah, so totally. if you are undefined um it it's it's important to know that when you're around other people like we were talking about before that you might be feeling their strong spleen center within yourself and that's okay and it's great to just let that kind of pass through you but if you're asking yourself like or saying to yourself like no 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 i'm just not going to do that because it's too scary for me or no no i'm not doing that because i might fail so i'm just not going to try um or i'm afraid i'm going to be in- inadequate if you feel yourself feeling those things you just need to take a second recenter and ask yourself if this is from your strategy and your authority, or if this is something that you're amplifying and feeling pressure from someone else to, to do, or if you need to overcome those fears. So the other thing with your spleen center is that the, the channels and the gates that are connected to your splenic center all have like the shadow side of it is all are connected to different fears that you can overcome and it breaks it down. And we can get into that later, but each channel is a different fear that you need to overcome, um, to kind of operate more fluidly and, and just be in flow and not, you know, have these fears stopping you from, from operating. So that's why the questions that you might be asking yourself, I'm afraid to do this. Like, no, I'm just not going to, if you can allow yourself to overcome that fear, it's like you're freeing that channel to just completely move energy in and out. And it's not going to be an issue for you in your life. Mm -hmm. And like we were talking about a little earlier with the open spleen, um, the highest vibration when you are in your self theme there, if you're undefined is that when you're around people, 
with a defined spleen, you have this amazing ability to feel them empathetically in your own body and to know what they have going on in their spleen. And if they have fears, you're able to feel them and understand them and be able to help them without identifying with those fears yourself. And also it's very related to the body, like we were saying. So it's also about their health. You can feel, so if you're a healer and you have an open spleen and when you are in physical proximity with another being and you can kind of just feel like, oh, I feel like they might have something going on with their digestion or even with their heart. You might feel it in your own body. And then you kind of have that intuition because you're using their defined spleen, you have the intuition of how to help them. And so a lot of people that have an undefined or open spleen, they might've experienced when they were a kid feeling like they were sick a lot. And they didn't know where it was coming from. It was like a really inconsistent thing. And you might have been feeling people around you that you were really sensitive to, but you just didn't have awareness that that's what was happening. Yeah, it's so fascinating because um, because without that awareness, you can really identify with these sicknesses and these these illnesses. I can speak from it from personal experience. I I have an undefined spleen center and. I would always take on the illnesses and um, like health, uh, health feelings, I want to say, of other people. <laughs> so I say that because I worked with a girl with special needs for four years. And in that time, she had co- a cognitive um, brain issues and she had traumatic brain injury. And in that time that I was working with her, I developed such strong brain fog to the point where I got MRIs done. I had CAT scans done. I thought I had a brain tumor. I started going to a psychologist and talking to them. And they said to me that maybe I'm taking on the, the symptoms from the the girl that I was working with. And I was like, that's crazy. And this was a, a long time ago. And I was like, like, what do you mean I'm taking these on? Like, maybe I'm just really empathetic. And I'm like, you know, really just feeling that, but it's just so strong for me. Like I'm convinced something's wrong with me. Uh, maybe I'm depressed. Maybe I have anxiety. I'm like, what is wrong? And now looking back at it, I can, I can see how I was identifying with what I was feeling from her and holding on to it. So instead of saying, I feel this brain fog from you and I feel this, this um, haziness within my own body and saying like, I, I, I see you, I feel you, I understand and I'm here with you and for you. How can I um, be here with you more? And instead of like saying that I was saying, no, this is me. Like I have brain fog. Like I am having these issues and I'm holding on to them and identifying. So that's what we mean by like identifying with something that's not yours. When you have awareness to say, oh, I'm feeling this of someone else, I'm going to release it. Then it's no longer yours to harbor. It's no longer yours to, to hold on to and, and kind of take over your life. And so if you are a healer, or if you want to be a healer or whatever, then you can be around people and say, Oh, I'm feeling this in you. Like, let's talk about it. Let's, you know, what, how can I support you? Um, and that's a really beautiful, magical thing. And if you have a defined spleen center, 
you can still offer wisdom to people in that center, but from your own personal experience. So it's not going to be like, oh, I'm feeling this in you. You might be feeling your own energy on them. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be a, a different type of wisdom. It's a wisdom of like, I experience these strong, um, bodily things here. And so I know from a, a different firsthand experience, right? Does that make sense, Dana? Yeah. I like to say that people who are defined, they are the way showers, just by living, they are showing the way. And people mm-hmm. who are open or undefined, they are the way observers. You know, mm-hmm. they're learning by observing from others and feeling and taking in others who are showing the way. So both are beautiful and neither oh, one is better. That. Neither one is better. Neither one is worse. They're both beautiful. They both need each other. They're all part of the human experience. And, you know, because humans are all here, we're all one consciousness here living together. We're all learning from each other in different ways all the time. So mm-hmm. either way is great. And so the spleen, it is that one of the three awareness centers in your body. And then moving up forward to the next um, chakra center in the body is another one of the awareness centers. And that is the solar plexus center. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at your human design chart, it is the third up from the bottom, but on the right hand side. So opposite of the spleen and the solar plexus center, also known as the emotional center is just that. It contains your emotional and social awareness. It also contains your spiritual consciousness and your consciousness connectedness to spirit. It harbors your passion and your desire and your abundance of spirit, your feelings, your moods, your sensitivity, and your overall emotional intelligence. And, um, about 53% of the population has a defined solar plexus center. And then about 47% of the population has an undefined solar plexus center. So the not self themes of the undefined solar plexus center, you might be asking yourself, am I avoiding confrontation or truth? You might be thinking, I can't say that because it will upset this person. It's not worth it to say that because I don't want to deal with that confrontation. I don't want to have to go because I don't want to deal with confrontation and I don't want to hurt other people's feelings. I don't want to see the truth. All of those things are the not self themes of the solar plexus center. Yes. And it's interesting because you have a defined solar plexus and I have an open solar plexus. Mm -hmm. And if you have a defined solar plexus, that means that you are, um, you have it. Well, depending on your type, I guess depends. It means that you have an emotional authority Mm -hmm. and, um, that you have a unique emotional wave. And so it's really interesting to learn your unique emotional wave. But if you are undefined there, it's interesting to see that you don't have a unique emotional wave and that you're amplifying, like we talked about before, other people's emotions. And you're, you might avoid confrontation because you feel other people's emotions so intensely within yourself and you might be identifying with those. So you might want to avoid confrontation because you can feel what they're feeling, but you feel it more intensely. 
Right. It's important to say like, okay, I'm feeling this more intensely and I cannot let my fear of confrontation or these emotions that I'm feeling from other people stop me from speaking my truth or seeing the truth or living within my strategy and authority. Like I can't, I can't allow these fears of upsetting people emotionally to stop me from, for me specifically, like with my G center authority, I can't allow this fear of maybe upsetting someone to stop me from talking and to, to process my G center and like really just talk it out because it might upset them emotionally. Like I can't allow that to, to happen because I'm amplifying their emotions and I need to use my authority and I need to talk it out and speak my truth. And so I can have awareness of their emotions and then I can talk to them about their emotions. I can say, you know, I'm feeling this emotion from you. And so I want to talk about it because I need to use my authority and I, I hold space for your emotions and like, you know, why, why are you feeling that way? And why I'm feeling it like this. And like, it's good to know that you're not actually upset. You're just a little upset and that's okay. Yeah. And, um, the solar plexus center is a really powerful one because as we move in to this evolution of humanity and really being these nine centered beings, the solar plexus center is really kind of at the forefront of that evolution. You know, Mm -hmm. we're here to evolve into spiritually conscious beings. We're here to Mm -hmm. evolve into people who are really in touch with their emotions and let emotional intelligence kind of guide our way because we're meant to evolve into this harmonious community of people that work together. So um, this is like a really important center, I would say. And I think for a lot of people that have an open center, um, you know, that's where you can be the wisest in this, um, in this way. And you can really be a guide to this evolution because you are experiencing all of these different emotional perceptions and perspectives and spirit um, consciousness and yeah. connection to spirit through that center mm-hmm. as well. Um, and I think for a lot of people that have undefined, especially when they're young, it might be a little overwhelming for them to experience emotions at all because they'll feel like they're coming from all over the place and you don't mm-hmm. really have control over them. Um, you know, my brother has an open uh, solar plexus center and I notice in him like a lot of times when he's in his not self in that area, when emotions come, they just feel so intense to him. It's just completely overwhelming. And as soon as he can, he wants to stop feeling them. He doesn't want to process these emotions. He doesn't want to know where they're coming from. He just wants to stop being like bombarded or attacked with emotions. Mm -hmm. That's almost how he feels. Um, So if you feel that way, you know, you're in your not self theme and you can go back to you know, being calm and neutral and saying, okay, like, let's look at these emotions. Let's understand them. Let's feel them. And then let's let them go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's with that, like, you know, new paradigm and, and looking at where we're moving as emotional centered beings and having this connection to spirit consciousness, what we talked about in previous episodes of how, now that we're nine centered beings, our communion is through awareness with that defined center. You can really, like Dana said, be a way shower of, of these emotions and of these waves and of this spirit connectedness. But as, and that's as the solar plexus, um, becomes stronger, like right now it's not as 
fully like within us. It's not 100% like the strongest it's ever been. It's like something that's growing and it's going to be way more powerful and defined in the new paradigm. But the, the people with undefined can kind of bring all of these different uh, definitions that they felt together and kind of um, move us all forward into this new paradigm that we're going into. So it's like we're, we're working together. Some people are leading the way, other people are, um, are helping like move it, move us along, if that makes sense. Like it's mm-hmm. like leading and moving right. at the same time. Some people are leading and some people are guiding the leaders. Yeah. They're both, they're both yeah. powerful, you know? Mm-hmm. Some people are really in it and they're doing it. And then other people are also in it, but they're from a more observational way yes. where they can see things maybe a little more clearly sometimes than people who are defined. Yeah. Well, well said. Um, okay. So moving up into the chakra system, next we'll talk about the heart center or the ego center. And so that, if you're looking at your chart in the chakra system, it is uh, higher up, right underneath the big diamond one. And it's a small triangle that's a little bit on the right side. So that's the heart center or the ego center. And that controls willpower and your connection to the material world and your sense of self-esteem and self-worth, especially in relationship to the material world and, you know, finances and power and jobs and commitment. And these are all things that we need. It's not ego in the sense of um, a lot of spiritual teachings where it's kind of fear-based, how you need to release your ego and release all of this stuff like that. That's true. It's just a different, um, it's a different ego than what, what that's talking about. It's the, the ego that you kind of, need and the willpower to, you know, um, for jobs and money and, and structures and things like that. So, um, it's definitely, if you have a defined ego center, that doesn't mean that you're just like this big egoic person that needs to release all this, this ego. No, it's, it's completely different things. So it's important to know that, um, it's totally great to have a defined ego center. Mm-hmm. Because it helps you move through this material world, which, you know, we do live in and we are spiritual beings, but we live on this material plane. And um, it is a really empowering thing to know your self-worth and to be able to commit to things that you truly want to commit to. Um, so all of those things are really beautiful. And about uh, 37% of the population have a defined heart center or ego center. Mm-hmm. And 63% of the population have an undefined heart center. And um, some of the not-self theme questions that you might be thinking if you're in your not-self theme is, do I have something to prove? I have to be brave. I have to prove that I can do this. I have to do this to prove that I am worthy. I have to be loyal and trustworthy. I have to prove my value. I have to commit to this. Otherwise people won't see that I'm valuable. Mm. I feel like so many people can relate to that because it's, it's all about your, your proving your worth. I mean, Mm -hmm. improving that you can do this and that you have value. And 
obviously, like we've mentioned before, the secret to that is to know, is to release that pressure to prove that you're worthy. And it will just like, your worth is just completely seen, um, without you having to prove it. Your worth is inherent. You know, like we are all powerful, worthy, lovable, valuable people who have special things to offer the world. Every single one of us just naturally is inherently self-worthy. And um, the minute that you stop feeling like you have to prove yourself, that is when your worth is just shines through you and everyone around you can feel it energetically because you're in your self theme of not having to identify or prove anything. That's a really powerful thing. And, um, you know, for people that have this undefined heart center, it's most people, it's 63% of the population. So I think this is a really big thing that we all can help each other work on is, um, knowing that we are just worthy and that we are valuable and that we are enough exactly as we are. And that the more that we can just release that pressure to, feel like we have to prove anything, the more that we all can just know that we are worthy and valuable. Yes. And one other thing I want to say about having an undefined or defined heart center is that if you're undefined, you should never make a promise to yourself or others that you have to finish things or, you know, finish what you start and prove that you can do it and all of those things. But if you have a defined heart center, it's actually really fulfilling for you and good for you to finish the things that you start and to complete projects that you, that you work on. So it's important for you to only say yes to things that truly you have enough energy to do and that light you up and that you're excited to do. For example, if you have an undefined heart center, and, or or your child has an undefined heart center and they want to start horseback riding. If they might try it one day and then the next day they have no desire to continue doing it, you should release that pressure on them or on yourself to finish it because you started it and you should finish what you start and blah, 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 blah. Like, no, if you release yourself from that guilt and that shame to prove that you can finish something because then you're worthy and you know, you have value because you, you said you do horseback riding. And so you should just, you know, prove that you're a good person. If you release that, it's going to free you up to go do things that you really should be doing that really light you up. And you can share that magic with the world. Now, if you have a defined heart center and you say, I really want to complete this class and I'm signing up for it. I'm so excited about it. And then, you know, life gets in the way and you have other things. It's actually going to be really fulfilling for you to circle back around and finish that thing that you initially started because you're going to feel just so empowered and fulfilled by doing that thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. My husband has a defined ego heart center. And when he commits to like a huge task, um, or, or a course, and then he passes a test, like nothing is more fulfilling for him. And it's cause that's energy energetically correct for him. So, so cool to just know that about yourself. Moving forward, uh, onto the next higher chakra in the system is your G center. So that's the big diamond chakra right in the middle of the body. 
And um, that is your sense of love and identity and direction in this life. And it's really important in the human design system because it's the magnetic monopole. Um, And what that means is that that's where your higher self and your soul resides, is right there in that G center. It's what pulls all of the perfect experiences right into your life. It's the thing that pulls the perfect people and the situations and it, and it guides you magnetically towards your path. So if you have, so 53% of people have it defined and then 43% of people have it undefined. And if you have an undefined G center, You might, um, if you're in your not self theme, you might find yourself asking the question, am I actively looking for love? Am I looking for direction? You might find yourself saying, who am I? And where do I need to go to discover who I am? Who can show me who I am? Who will love me? And where can I find them? You'll be desperately trying to find love find the right person for you, find who you are. And if you find yourself doing any of those things, then that's how you know you are in your not self-theme. Yes. And so what you can do instead is to say, okay, I'm feeling these strong identities around me and these strong, um, just kind of like people around me. And I'm filtering that in through myself and I can I have an identity, like I have, I am me, but I'm not identifying with somebody else's identity. Um, And that's really important that, you know, you might identify a lot with other people and, and think like, oh no, that's who I am. But really that's, that's probably who you are when you're around them. Um, So being in the right environment and around the right people is really key for you to be able to kind of play in the world and, and taste test different identities and different people and really just allow yourself to be this hub of wisdom and discernment of, of people's identity and, and asking those questions of who am I and where should, where can I go to find who I am? I feel like that's, those are normal questions um, that, you know, society tells you like you should you know know who you are and all of that stuff but if you free yourself from those and just say i am like i am that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> then then it's so liberating and you can use all that energy that you were focusing on guilt and shame and you know you needing to know on something else that's going to actually show you who you are <laughs> so it circles back around once you stop forcing your energy and you stop guilt tripping yourself, you're just free to actually get the goal that you were trying to force all along. Like right. it just it happens flow to you so easily once you stop trying and you just surrender to who you are. And that way the universe can bring you everything that you, that is right for you. And it's also really important Um, for people with an open or undefined G center to know when it comes to love and relationships to not go actively looking for a partner. It's just not correct for your energy to go seek a partner to fall in love with. Um, And when you do that, 
it will, you will find a partner who is not correct for you because you, if you have an undefined or open heart G center, you are magnetically attracted to people that have a defined G center. It's just how your energy works. So you'll be drawn to someone um, so strongly and you'll feel at first, like, this is my person. We are so much alike. And then a few years will go by and you'll realize like, oh my gosh, I was nothing like that person. And I've made this like really big mistake. I don't think they're right for me. And, um, it's all because you were trying to force yourself to find someone to fall in love with. So instead, what you should do is just allow yourself to be, and to know that love will find you. That's how life works for you. If you have an undefined G center, love will come find you and people around you, your friends and your family, they'll just naturally be bringing the right people into your path that will be correct for you. And that will be your love and your life partner. Um, so it's really important as when it comes to love too, to know that everything is supposed to come to you if you have an open or undefined um, G center. So I think that's a really beautiful thing to know too. And I think a lot of people that have uh, a G, an undefined or open G center, I think that love is something that they want more than anything. Um, And it's easy to fall into the trap of feeling like you should be going out and looking for it and actively seeking the perfect partner. Um, But that's just not true. And it's really amazing. Like the people around you will be able to see you and see what's right for you as far as a partner goes a lot more clearly than you will be able to see. And that's because that's how you chose, you know, your highest self and your soul chose to experience life that way in this lifetime. Moving forward to the next chakra system in the human design system is your throat center. So your throat center is a really big one in human design And it is um, the big square uh, chakra center, the third up from the highest in your chart. And your throat center represents communication and manifestation. And it is the metamorphosis and transformation through interaction with the world. And so it's a really powerful center in your body. All of your other chakras, everything that you are, all comes together in your throat chakra where you can experience it um, in an outward way and express all that you are with the world around you. It's like Grand Central Station for all of your centers. So all of your centers communicate their energy and their essence or whatever through your throat center. So if, you know you're just talking or whatever, you might be communicating information from your spleen or from your root chakra or from your sacral or solar plexus or heart, whatever. It will be filtering its energy through your throat center into manifesting what it needs or just communicating um, that information out into the world. So that's why talking and like um, freeing up your throat center and um, singing and laughing and allowing yourself to just make noise (laughs) is so (laughs) powerful and so important um and so magical right yeah Um, and 
about 72% of the population has a defined throat center. So that's obviously most people. And then um, about 28% of the population has an undefined throat center. Yes. So, so if you have an undefined throat center, you might find yourself saying, um, is anyone noticing me? Um, if I say this, then I will be noticed. You're, you might have this desire to get noticed and to um, just talk and fill up silence and fill up space by feeling this pressure from everyone else around you who has a defined throat center. You might feel this pressure in your throat center to talk and to say things and to say, you know, what should I manifest? I have to manifest something. If I initiate this conversation, then I'll get the attention that I deserve. I have to get attention through talking. Um, so it's, it's important to know that if you're feeling that pressure on your undefined throat center, that that's because, I mean, most of the world has a defined throat center and you're feeling that pressure there. And it's like everything else important not to identify with it. Right. And people with a, uh, open or undefined throat center, they might even experience themselves like speaking in different ways when they're around different people, like their voice, the way that they use their voice might kind of change. And that is okay. That's beautiful. That's perfect because you're here to sample and experience the different ways to use your voice. And, you know, through doing that and through exploring and through allowing yourself to sample different ways of speaking, that's how you find your true voice. You know, that's how you allow yourself to just be who you are and to not feel like you have to speak every time in a certain way to get attention or to be heard. Definitely. And it's good to ask yourself, am I speaking, am I speaking this from my own self and my own centers or am I, am I speaking somebody else's truth and somebody else's energy through my throat center? Like, am I am I speaking my truth or someone else's truth? So that's a a good like question to kind of check in with yourself and, and also ask yourself, am I feeling pressure to, to get noticed right now and to interject and to kind of force my voice out or, or is this genuinely coming from me? And so that's not to say that if you have an undefined throat center that you shouldn't talk like at all, it's, it's that you, it's good to have an awareness of what you're saying and why you're saying it and have that wisdom there and from other people and just to hold that awareness there. You can still talk with many different voices and play and, and have fun. It's just, it, you'll have a lot less um, forced resistance in that area of your life if you hold that awareness. Mm-hmm. And in general, people who have an open or defi- undefined throat center, when they're in their not self theme, it's actually really repelling to other people. And you think it's getting you more attention and people mm-hmm. are listening more to what you're saying, but it's actually really hard for people to accept what you're saying because we are energetic authenticity wizards. Mm-hmm. Like humans can feel when you are authentic or when you're mm-hmm. forcing yourself to be something that you're not. So you know, it's really important to know that like, it's, it's such a beautiful and attractive and magnetic thing to just be who you are. When you have an undefined open throat center, um, just being who you are, like 
it's such a powerful and beautiful thing. And you really can be the most effective and the most wise about how to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. And to really like when you live in your self theme and in your not self theme, you don't force yourself to try to get attention. That's when people are really going to be able to give you the attention and to really listen to you and to think that you're fascinating. And it will just happen naturally with ease and with flow. And um, that's a really beautiful thing. So moving up onto the next center in our body, we'll go to the Anja center. And that's the second center from the top, which is a downward triangle. And the Anja center is mental consciousness. So it's another one of the consciousness, the three consciousness centers in your body. So the spleen, the solar plexus, and then the Anja center. It's mental consciousness, it's conceptualizing ideas, it's interpreting answers as opinions or concepts or theories. So it's really um, the mind and decision making, especially when it comes to kind of taking ethereal thoughts and ideas and translating them into a human experience, into a physical idea. About 47% of the population has a defined Anja center, but about 53% of the population has an undefined Anja center. So if you have uh, an undefined Anja center and you're in your not self theme, you might find yourself asking questions like, am I trying to convince everyone that I'm certain? I have to know the answer. What is the answer? I have to know my next move. What is my next move? I have to put order into my life to get rid of chaos. Life feels futile and I have to figure it out. People will think that I'm strange if I share this idea. And so if you find yourself asking any of those questions or thinking any of those thoughts, that's how you know that you are in your not self theme Mm -hmm. as far as your Anja center. Yes. (laughs) The Anja center. (laughs) I I've met so many people that, um, that have undefined Anja centers and it's interesting, um, because it's not that you shouldn't, that you're not you know, having your own thoughts or conceptualizing ideas on your own. It's that you can see how other people are conceptualizing ideas. Oh, sorry. My dog, I have two puppies and they're just barking their butts off. Um, but it's that you can see how other people are conceptualizing ideas and then have discernment of, you know, what ideas maybe are the best for other people or for certain groups of people, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And um, it it is a really beautiful thing because you can experience, if you have an undefined center, you can experience all of these different perspectives and you can see the value in them and you can see um, you have discernment over like which ideas are valuable, which ideas are meaningful, which ideas kind of make sense to you. Um, whereas if you have a defined Anja center, you're kind of pretty much living in one mental perspective all the time. You are the way shower of an opinion to someone who is an open or undefined Anja center, and they're observing that opinion that you're displaying. And your Anja center really works in conjunction with your um, highest chakra as well. They work together as the mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that one. Your yeah. 
<laughs> your head center, your or your crown chakra. Yeah, so your crown chakra center is the highest one on the top of your um, chart, and it is a upward triangle facing up, and it's really the place in your body where you are receiving inspiration and you're receiving downloads, and you have the pressure to understand life itself and to make sense out of life. Um, So if you have it completely open or undefined, you might find yourself asking the questions, if you're in your not-self theme, what am I trying to answer everyone else's questions? Or you might say, I have to find something inspiring. Or you might say, who has the answers? Where do I go to find the answers? I have to make sense of these things. Is this supposed to be interesting? Because I am not really sure. You know, I feel, <laughs> you feel like you have to be interested all the time in different Mm -hmm. ideas. So if you find yourself asking any of those questions or thinking any of those thoughts, um, you might be in your not self theme in your head center. Mm -hmm. Whereas you can just instead observe all of these different inspiring things that people are um, channeling or um, putting out there. And you can take that in and just observe and not identify with them, but have this discernment of, whether or not it's it's good for your life or good for other people's lives um, around you or you know who might might need this inspiration in their life mm-hmm. and about 30 percent of the population has a defined head center and about 70 percent of the population has an undefined head center so that is by far the majority of people are undefined um meaning that they are just here to observe ideas and inspiration freely and openly. They're supposed to be able to question things and doubt things. They're supposed to be able to take in all of the different ideas, all of the different perspectives, all of the different opinions, and have discernment and judgment about which are the best and which are the most helpful and to be able to see things really openly. So if you have, um, yeah, if you have that undefined center, really lean into that, allow yourself to be this open-minded person. And a lot of the greatest thinkers like in history have had open mind centers, open head and open heart. Um, and that's what was, you know, allowed them to be able to think of things that have never been thought of before. It's actually what allowed them to be inquisitive and open instead of just feeling like this is my opinion. This is my perspective. I'm only kind of looking at this one way of thinking. So, um, it is a really cool thing. And most people have an open mind center. And, you know, a lot of us have an overactive mind and a lot of us that are open or undefined in our mind centers, we're really conditioned by others to have an opinion all the time and to use your mind to analyze choices and to analyze options. And so a lot of us really 
feel the pressure a lot of times to make choices by analyzing them with our minds. And that's just simply incorrect for every type of energetic type in the human design system. Like no one is supposed to ever make a decision with their mind. Um, Your mind is just simply here to observe life and you're supposed to make decisions with your authority, which will be somewhere else in your body, either your solar plexus or your sacral or your heart center or your spleen or your G center. Your G center. So yeah, that's, that's all of the centers in the body. And, um, you know, like we were saying, it's a beautiful thing to have them defined and it's a beautiful thing to have them undefined. Um, we need everyone to be living as they are, uh, whether you're defined or undefined, we need you living in your self theme. Yes. So obviously we can go a lot deeper depending on your chart specifically and um, what you have defined and what you have undefined, what you have open. And there's, there's so much depth to all of these centers, but this is just like a brief overview for you to look at your chart, for you to look at your friends' charts or um, people, your spouse, um, people around you that you really care about and interact with daily and just see how your energy centers are interacting with each other and what, um, traits in and energy that you're picking up from other people around you and what energy you're giving to other people around you. So you can always go deeper. And if we do a reading with you, we really get into the details of these centers with you and how they might affect your life specifically. But this is just a good, a good overview of, of all the centers and, and what you might be experiencing. And we know we said a lot of information in this one podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, We try to keep it like, you know, pretty simple and straightforward, but there's just so much to dive into. So if you guys want to um, have a nice little cheat sheet overview of what we were talking about today, we'll put it in our show notes, but also you can go to daylunalife.com mm-hmm. and... Um, you have, we have a lot of free content there, um, and a lot of tools to help you guys explore these things that we're talking about. Um, so you can always check that out. Yeah. And we specifically have a not self theme cheat sheet for you guys to quickly pull up on your phone and just see, you know, if you're checking with yourself, you know, am I living for my strategy and authority? Um, am I saying any of these things right now? Um, so you can download that cheat sheet for free and just kind of keep it on your phone like we do or um, print it out if you need to. And that's on our website under human design and then um, free human design tools. So that's where you can check in and find little things that we, that we put up there and resources to help you guys out in your daily lives. And also guys, you know, we love to hear from you and we love to build community on our Instagram at dayluna. Uh, go ahead and send us a DM. If you have any questions about your not self themes or anyone in your life's not self themes or undefined centers, um, or you can always email us at hello at daylunalife.com. Yay. Okay. Well, I feel clear. <laughs> I feel like my, all of my open centers are realigned just from having this conversation and like checking in with myself. Um, so yeah, I love that about this. Like, like even when you know some things, like you always have to constantly check in and, and say like, am I living for my not self right now? Am I, 
you know, flushing out other people's energies. Like you need those reminders um, because we all forget, we all get caught up in life. We all are interacting with so many different people. And, um, and so, yeah, I feel, I feel good after this conversation for sure. Me too. Yeah. Okay. You guys. So thanks for being here with us. Yeah, Thank you guys. Let us know how your journey is going, diving into self-discovery, understanding yourself, and hope you guys have a beautiful day wherever you are listening. We're all connected. We're all meant to be together listening in on this conversation, and we really appreciate you guys. Yeah, thanks for being here.